In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. And so we're grateful once again to Dr. Onuzo and Auntie Miriam. I'm really grateful from the bottom of our hearts uh, for their selflessness and their dedication to us and to what God is doing here. And so, as usual, we will run the video introduction and then please let's appreciate God's gift in him um, as he comes to share what God has laid on his heart today. Dr. Ruke Onuzo is a consultant nephrologist and the pioneer physician of the first private dialysis center in Nigeria. Since receiving an apostolic calling in teaching and prophetic ministries, he has seen the Holy Spirit expand his ministry to touch lives all over the world. Dr. Onuzo is a renowned conference and seminar speaker. He is also the associate pastor of the National Headquarters Church of the Foursquare Gospel Church in Nigeria. We are privileged to have him here with us today. Please rise and give a warm welcome to Dr. Oke Onuzo. Praise the Lord. We give God all the glory. Amen. Today we are looking at overflow of power because Spiritual life is a power play. It's a power play. But before we do, we take the hymn. Ye holy angels bright. Ye holy. Ye holy angels bright. Who wait at God's right hand. All through the realms of light. Fly at your Lord's command. Assist us all. For as the theme to hide us in for mortal tongue. Ye blessed souls at rest around this earthly and now from sin released, behold your sin. His praises sound as in his sight with sweet delight. your majesty. You have condescended to empower us to be like your son. That your kingdom may prosper in our hands. 
breathe your very life into us. Teach us to make war that your kingdom may prosper. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. You may please be seated. The Bible is clear that we are in a spiritual warfare. The Bible is very clear about that. And so we must be, oh, thank you very much, choir. Oh, I don't know why I keep forgetting. Yes. <laughs> thank you. And we must be fully aware of it and ready daily to engage and fight for the destinies of men, for the salvation of souls, for the kingdom of God. Can somebody say amen? amen. The apostle Paul told us very clearly, for though, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. The church is at war, contending for the kingdom of God. That war is fought with the light, which is the life that our Lord Jesus Christ brought into the world, as revealed to us in John chapter 1. The Bible says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines where? In the darkness. And the darkness did not overcome it. We have the assurance that darkness disappears when his light is shining in us and shining through us. But what has befallen us was described by our Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 13, verse 24, the Bible says another parable he put forth to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until they harvest. At the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Jesus pointed out two key things that caused the kingdom of darkness to appear as if it's swallowing up the kingdom of light. Now, 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 you know this from your garden. You put all this nice grass. And then the, um, the, the man that comes to cut your grass brings um, a, a blade that he, he uses to cut every grass. And by the time he finishes, a different type of grass is springing up in your garden. And before you know where you are, only that grass is there. The, the real grass that you put there before is all gone. So God. And it's the same thing, you see. Jesus said, when you see tears among wheat, know that the enemy did that. 
is the enemy. It's a deliberate walk of the enemy. And that's why you and I need to be alive to spiritual warfare. The Apostle Paul said in, in 2 Corinthians, said, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to those who are perishing. And why are they perishing? Say, because the God of this world has what? Yes. Because when you look at some of the things going on today, they just don't make any sense. Honestly. They don't make any sense. Yet people are clinging to them. That tells you that this is spiritual. It is spiritual. An enemy has done this. And you cannot have an enemy operating in your backyard. And then you are just sitting down watching uh, television. Day in, day out. Before you know where you are, he's taking you over. He's taking you over. And so, when we seek an overflow of the Spirit... And we receive it. Why do I say receive it? Because Jesus said, ask and you shall what? Receive. Everyone that asks, receives. Everyone that asks, receives. Don't wait till next week to know you have received the overflow. Receive as you are asking. That's what Jesus taught. He said, what things so you ever you desire? When you pray, at that point where you are praying, believe that you have what? Received. And then you will have. And so nobody should be waiting to have overflow. No. You receive the overflow by faith. And you may not have to feel anything. Because that's where many people go wrong. Because John fell down and, 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 and they said, oh, he has received the overflow. I didn't fall down, so I didn't receive. No, that is trash. <laughs> that just shall live by faith. With the heart, a man believes unto righteousness. But with the mouth, he possesses what he has believed. Have you received an overflow? Yes, I have received. I have received. Every day I have received an overflow of God's power and anointing to cause the purposes of God to be established in my world and in my life. You know, and I will not cease from that confession. I have received the overflow. I have received it. And that's why everybody can enter into this warfare. Because you can stay in your corner alone and declare, I have received the overflow anointing. And begin to give orders to cause the purposes of God to be established. And there are people who are wondering, but, but how can it be? I say, you are not in the how business. The angels know their job. The decrees that we make activate angels and cause them to, to establish the purposes of God in the land. I never worry about how this is going to be because that's not part of my own uh, terms of reference. And so it's important for you and I, okay, to note these two statements. While men slept, so that you and I can stop uh, absolutely, you know, if you, if you finish and then you go home and you continue sleeping, the enemy will be taken over because they too are not sleeping. Somebody said that um, if you want to know how the enemy is working, go to the burial ground at 12 midnight. Okay? Particularly in Nigeria, you see a lot of... Uh, uh, yes, they're not sleeping. You know, go to Bar Beach in Lagos at uh, 1 o'clock, you know. You see them there, they're not sleeping. And then you and I are Yakata. You know? Okay, you, Yakata means falling apart. <laughs> Pastor said I must be translating. <laughs> 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 
You and I can understand about the confusion in morality and spirituality in the world. Even from people supposedly in church. It's crazy. Honestly. You don't even mind hearing it from unbelievers. But in church. <laughs> so you know that what they want to do is dismantle the authority of the word of God over the lives of men. And you, you, you cannot continue to watch. Because the battle for that is fought where? In the heavens. That's where it's fought before it gets down here. The scripture speaks about the enemy sowing tears amongst the wheat to compete with and possibly displace it. This is why the war must begin in the spiritual realm to cut off the spiritual forces pushing all this agenda. You know, the, the Bible says, casting down imagination. Casting down every thought that is contrary to the knowledge of Christ. Somebody has to make it their duty to daily cast down all these thoughts, all these imaginations, before they take root and now begin to oppress all of us. While men slept, and the truth of the matter which each one of us must embrace is that nobody else has the authority to do that. Nobody else. Not even angels can make those decrees. Every Christian must understand what this war is about. It is to dismantle, like I said, the authority of the Bible over the lives of men. While men slept, we thought it was just a matter of personal choices and lifestyle. Now we know that they are determined to turn Bible-based morality and spirituality on its head. Now, even when it comes to corruption, like we have an endemic in Nigeria, can't you see what they have done? A lady said to me that uh, she was a, a, a head, a director general in a federal ministry, and she was trying to be Christian in that position. And another Christian brother came and met her. Sister, the way you are going, the church won't have any money. Can you believe that? You see? So they have turned mor morality, uh, uh, ethics, and integrity on its head. So corruption is now a way of funding the church. See, when the Bible says the enemy has done this, you find countless people with warped, warped ideas, even in church. And so when you are telling them about morality, about integrity, about honesty, it's like this man doesn't know what the world is uh, saying, you know? But you and I should not be discouraged because the battle is in the spiritual. So no matter how many people, no matter how many people hold this view, the few that believe in the authority of the word of God over the life of men, they kneel down and say to God, enough. The kingdom of God must be manifest in the lives of men. Whatever it takes I told some people somewhere that uh, I, I went to America some years ago and we were praying for America and Nigeria in that fellowship. And I told them that uh, I'll pray two ways. That I will pray for them and say, Lord, invade this place. Transform the lives of men. I will stop there. But that when I pray for Nigeria, I will say, invade Nigeria transform the lives of men no matter the cost. I said I can't add no matter the cost for you because you will tell me that in a few days you will enter plane and uh, run to Nigeria. But you can say no matter the cost for yourself because that reveals the passion in your heart to see the kingdom of God prevail. Okay? No matter the cost when Elisha said, there will be no rain, he wasn't thinking that um, um, when there is no rain, his own house will be having rain. No. Those personal considerations don't matter. I told you that, um, uh, I think I've told you here before, that the Spirit of God said, you can't, you can't have mercy 
to get things right here. You have judgment, two spirits must go through the land, judgment and mercy. So I went to church and I shared this with a brother. He said to me, you have no right to call down judgment, only mercy. I said to him, the people who are going to answer the prayer, they're saying to us, there must be judgment and there must be mercy. Those for mercy will have mercy. Those for judgment will have judgment. Another brother said to me, Doctor, let us be very careful. Because this judgment can overtake some of us. <laughs> so you see, because of personal considerations, okay, then the kingdom of God will be hindered. No. No. As you stay in that place, Whatever heaven wants, whatever method they, 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 they want to deploy to cause the purposes of God to be established. Amen. Amen. I see, that's what spiritual warfare is about. You're not thinking about yourself. You are thinking about the prosperity of the kingdom of God. You want to see it in your lifetime. That's what we pray. Say, Lord, I don't want to be hearing about this from heaven. I want to see it in my lifetime. So we must hear the scripture that says to us in Ephesians 6, 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God to may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to what? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, having done all to stand, no matter what they throw at you, you stand. You remember that the Bible says, when a man is strong in the Lord, when a man is strong in the power of God's might, the devil resorts to what? Tricks. And what is the trick all about? To pull you out of that security so that they can have advantage. Now, how can I join this war? Because, you see, there is some erroneous uh, 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 opinion that only special people can engage in this war. And do you know the source of it? It's because there are people who are afraid of the devil. When you mention about the devil, say, brother, please be, uh, yes, be careful. You know, I went to um, a leader's retreat. <clears throat> it was in Ascon in Badagri years ago. And after speaking, Somebody got up. Let us pray for Dr. Nuzo. <laughs> Even the voice alone. <laughs> Why is that? Because they're afraid of the devil. Is there anybody here afraid of the devil? I had nobody raised hand. <laughs> so at least I know that we have people who will engage in this warfare. You know? The reason is because only God has the power of life and death. See, many people don't know it. They think the devil kills people. How can he kill people? Does he own the world? Whatever God does not permit does not happen. And that's why you say, I never worry about the devil. I only worry about who? God. He is the one that gives permission. And so you need to really know what you believe in the theater of conflict so that you will not be intimidated. So witches will be prancing around. This one will be prancing around. And, 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 and when you say, a witch is here, uh-oh. <laughs> it's important, therefore, for you and I to understand. That's why the Bible says in that scripture, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Nobody has any might to engage in spiritual warfare. No. It's the power of God's might. And that's why you are confident. Okay? In 1 John chapter 5 verse 4, greater is he that is in you than what? 
He that is in the world. Greater, greater. And so it's very important, okay? Very important to believe all this. Believe it now is the truth. Believe it. So that you'll be bold, you'll be strong. Not that you'll read that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And then you turn around and be running from the, from the people that you have. You, the man inside you is greater than them. You are running from them. Why? Then you don't believe it. You do not believe it. That's why Jesus said you know the truth. The truth sets you, makes you free. The Spirit of God once said to me, you give the devil powers that he doesn't have. See, the reason is because creation is finished. No devil can increase their power. I've told you this thing here before. They can't increase their power. They stay the way they were created. Even angels can't increase their power. You know? And that's why in Daniel chapter 10, the angel from God couldn't increase his power to overcome the prince of Pasha. He had to wait for uh, uh, um, Archangel Michael to come. So things are ordered in the spiritual and it's for that same reason that um, uh, uh, you and I need to really understand our salvation. No, salvation is not that you came in front here and knelt down and they prayed for you. No, if salvation hasn't occurred in your soul, then you don't have it. You know, you have a mental knowledge of it, but you don't understand the implication of it. You don't, you don't understand how it has repositioned you spiritually. To take authority and dare anyone and everyone. A preacher told a, a real story in Lagos. He said uh, two girls were coming back from the prayer meeting. You know, in those days, um, Christians wear their faith on their body. So they, they, they had a T-shirt that on, 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 at the back was written, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. So he said people were running that early morning, running, running, because some people are coming. They say they are bony people. And these two girls refused to run. So when the people making that noise approached them, they turned their back like this. I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. It was those people that ran. He said, when you have that type of experience, then you know the thing is for real. You know, you know it's for real. That they didn't just write it. I tell people, the fact that the Bible is on every table makes people think that everything written there are common. No, they're not common. Many people read it, but they don't believe it. They still retain their fears. And yet the man who is bold is the same book he read and believed it and confessed it and possessed it. And then he could dare anyone and everyone. And, and we're going to look at how simple, how simple God has made this for you and I. Can you say amen to that? Okay. So we need to follow. Uh, um, how can I be strong in the Lord? Begin to pray. Appropriate and internalize the power truths that release the spiritual energy everybody needs for war. One of them is Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by how many means? Absolutely hurt you. So, whether they are uh, uh, divining in the river, divining in the glass, whatever they're doing, wherever they're doing it, nothing shall by any means hurt me. Now, 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 you can, you can read all of that and when they uh, 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 tell you that um, um, that's one uh, Mr. Johnson, I say, which doctor that has come to see you? He said, Che, Lord, deliver me. They have come home. Or you step out. Yes, what do you want? A witch, you? From today, you will no longer be a witch in the name of Jesus. That's all. It's very simple. 
That's what I learned from Smith Wigglesworth. You know, he said uh, somebody was raving mad. They, they invited him to come and pray. So he went there and said, young man, in the name of Jesus, be free. He turned and went home. So the people ran after him. Brother Smith, the man is still mad though. <laughs> Brother Smith turned around and said, I have given the order. Then the next day they come and say, Brother Smith, the man is well now. Uh -huh. The angels know their, they know their work. They know their work. See, when a man who understands authority, when a man who believes in, his, in the authority God has given him, gives an order, he has expectations that angels will uh, deploy to it. And, and, and you don't get that unless you stand on it and see it work, you know, and go somewhere and give orders and, and pray and give commands and see how God, how heaven responds. And this notion that this is for just a few people and then everybody's running after them is ridiculous. It is totally ridiculous. And that's why the Bible says in the last days, I will pour my spirit upon what? All flesh. And you can be sitting there thinking, this man doesn't understand. All flesh doesn't really mean uh, everybody. This thing is still for, you know, some people, you know, who are strong. Ah, there are people, no matter what you tell them, they still have this mindset. They still have this mindset. You just have to sit down and expunge this mindset from your heart so that the spirit of boldness can enter into you. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Okay, let us take a scripture like that. You open your Bible and say, Lord, on the authority of your word, I receive the empowered authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. And then somebody will say, is that all? I say, that's all, Lord. And I can say that hundred times until it begins to resonate where? Inside me. I can say it a hundred times. I am empowered. I have authority to tread on serpents. Holy Spirit, manifest this inside me. Let me sense your presence that I am I receive that word. I receive that word. You see, that, that's why the Bible says you believe it with your heart. You confess it to possess it. That's the way it works. And everybody can do that. Everybody can do that. You know, you believe it. I believe that word. I begin to confess it. I am, and Micah said, I am full of power by the Spirit of God to testify to Israel their sins. I am filled with power. You see, you see, you, you, you go somewhere, you, you, you feel afraid, ah, you retreat and you sit down. I am filled with uh, power by the Spirit of God. I am filled with power by the Spirit of God. I am filled with power by the Spirit of God. Now, now, how do we really get this? You know, 1 Corinthians 14, 15. You see, everybody needs to know the significance of these scriptures. 1 Corinthians 14, 15. For if I pray in a tongue, verse 14 says, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit. I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit. And I will also sing with the understanding. You see, when I, I say, Lord, I receive that word, empowered word of authority, to tread on serpents, to tread on scorpions, to tread on every power of the enemy. By the authority of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I, this is with the understanding. 
And then I turned to tongues. Shina sotorima nashalila. Karienda labamahile. I need the spirit to connect to that word. And then I, 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 I go back to my understanding. And I do this several times until that presence begins to envelop me. There is no magic to it. And everybody can do it. Everybody can do it. So that because you have waited before God to internalize that authority, the next time you speak it, the confidence is higher. But if you don't do it, that is it. You have not really settled that word in your heart. That's where the work is, you know, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of God's might. And the only way is to appropriate it through faith and begin to uh, receive it and confess it until you possess it. Until your heart is stilled, you know, is, is, is strong like steel, you know, and then all those fears would have left you. All those fears would have left you. So it's important, you know, particularly with the people who have received the overflow. So what will you be doing with all this overflow? Just to be grinning with your spouse or laughing with your children? Is that what the overflow is? No, overflow is for war. It's for war. And so you live here tonight, you take these power words and let them become part of your being. Let them become part of your being. Okay? So internalize this authority and its assigned power in your spirit, man, by praying it with your understanding. After that, pray in tongues to connect what you have received by faith to the Holy Spirit of God, the source of power. And you can do this several times until the Spirit connects to your human spirit. Because that's the way it works. The Spirit of God must connect that word to your human spirit. Okay? By faith and by signs. A waiting sign of the connection is biblical. Okay? Sensing something is biblical. And we have that in Acts chapter 4, 29. Now the Lord, now Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hands to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Okay? And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. God has his ways of reassuring you that you have broken through. It may not be the same way he reassures me. But if you persist, you will soon find out the way he reassures you that you have broken through. That that spirit of boldness has entered into you. You know, and you can take this from several scriptures. So, for God has not given us the spirit of uh, fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And you can take that scripture and say, Lord, this fear is not of you. So, I cast out the spirit of fear that is in me. I receive the spirit of love. I receive the spirit of power. I receive the spirit of uh, a sound mind. And I stay there. When I say that with understanding, I connect it in tongues. I connect it in tongues. Then I say it with my understanding, I connect it with tongues. I have to possess this thing. I have to possess it. It cannot stay in my Bible. No, it has to stay in my heart. It has to stay in my heart. And that's where the work is. And that's why I say to you, anybody can do this. And everybody can do it. Just change your whole perception of this thing. So that everywhere you go, you feel empowered. You feel empowered. Not just that you know that the word of God has empowered you. No, you sense the power. You sense the power inside. 
and you can be bold because of what God has done. Okay? The Lord knows how to encourage us when we are determined to make a difference. I can assure you of that. You are determined to prosper, that the kingdom of God must prosper through your life anywhere and everywhere. God knows how to encourage you because these are the people he's looking for. And that's why we have all these conferences. To change attitudes, to change mindsets, to make the weak to become what? Strong. Yes. To know that the power is with you because you have believed it, confessed it, and possessed it. And don't forget that chatter. You know, it was the Holy Spirit that coined that thing for me. He said that nothing shall by any means hurt you. The Spirit of God said that's your chatter of invincibility. You know what invincibility is? Somebody that you cannot penetrate. You cannot penetrate his defenses. It's invincible. That is it. He said that's your chatter of invincibility. And, and when, you, when you take up that word and that, that resonates, this is my chatter of invincibility. Nothing shall by what? Any means hurt me. I believe that. I receive that. I will walk in that. No matter where they come, by air, land, or sea, nothing shall by any means hurt me. So I walk in the word and, and, and stand on it. Not the one written in the Bible, but the one that has come to dwell where? In my heart. Yes. Yes. So it's important, you know. Remember that when you are dismantling spiritual forces with your authority, there is a time lag before the manifestation begins to appear. And that is why Jesus said we must persevere. You know, remember in Job chapter 1, there was a day in heaven, okay, when the devil sought a certain permission, which was granted. But the calamity did not start immediately. He said there was another day on earth. Yes. So, and that's what you'll always remember, so that you don't get discouraged. So it's not you go home today and you give an order and you wake up tomorrow, you check the radio, check the newspaper, ha, have not, nothing is collapsing. Then the next night you say, pray, and I say, ah, the one I prayed before, nothing collapsed. So no. No, that's why Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Because, you see, it's the people that say, no matter how long it takes, I am here. I am here. I will see this through. Oh, God, hear me if there's no one else to hear. That the kingdom of God must prevail here. It must prevail here. I dismantle. See, that's why Paul gave us their, their names. I dismantle. You heard me pray that in the last few days. All principality. Because there are principalities. They are supervising all this evil. They are the ones uh, empowering all, all these people. You know. See, all principality. Because, you see, when you disconnect a man from the spiritual roots, he becomes ordinary. He becomes ordinary. And that's why, you see, you give that order. I stand on Calvary because you know what Calvary signifies. Calvary signifies redemption. And redemption is about Genesis chapter 1. I give, uh, uh, let us make man in our own image and let the man have what? Dominion. Yes, that's what redemption is about. To restore the authority of dominion to every saint that believes in Jesus Christ and the redemption that's, that comes to us through his blood. They know that they have full status of the Adam that was before the fall, which our Lord Jesus Christ demonstrated here 
when he exercised authority over everything. And the reason why everybody must know this, you see, you might pick up this tonight and run faster than me. Yes, run faster than me. And by the time you know where you are, you just wink at the devil, they will all fall down. You know? Such is the anointing that God has released to you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because you never gave him rest. You know, you never gave him rest. Ye that make mention of the Lord. Give him no rest. But also, take no rest yourself until he makes Jerusalem a praise. Yes. So you took this and you ran with it. And every day you are at the throne of God saying, we need a double portion of anointing to dismantle all these devils. Disconnect all of them. Every day. Every day. And that's why we must preach this gospel the way it is. So that if John is not available to do this, James is. If James is not, Mary is. There will always be someone exercising authority for the establishment of the kingdom of God. It is, it is so, so important for you and I to, to get into this. That's why we are discussing this tonight. Everybody can get into it. Let nobody go home today and continue life as what? Usual. Mm -mm. In fear, in domination by devils, you know, in, in, in resignation at the, at, the, at the encroachment of evil. No, now. That's not why we are here. It is for every one of us to, to be empowered and join this army that are disconnecting the spiritual forces of evil, causing mayhem everywhere. So, if you WhatsApp about mayhem once, use hundred authorities to bring them down. You know, there are people who are specialists in spreading fear. Did you know that one Johnson after he said so and so, <clears throat> nah. <laughs> Pastor, you should translate this in now and put it on the <laughs> and put it on the screen. You know, so 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 that the, the people, the people become afraid. I never tolerate people who frighten the people of God. I say you when you when you disempower them. Then the enemy take, takes over. But yet, a single saint, one, can make a difference. Because he knows that <laughs> God and the devil, they don't fight. Have you heard that before? People who say God, God and the devil are fighting. It's, it's, you know, in those days, they say something is infradic. You know? God doesn't fight with anybody. Look into the Bible. By the law of creation, anywhere the Almighty is present, every creature takes a what? Immediately. They take their place. And that's why the greatest weapon of war is the divine presence. And only man can bring down the divine presence. No other creature can bring. Even angels can bring down the divine presence. Only man created in the image of God can bring down the divine presence. Because God has given his Holy Spirit to what? Indwell us. That's why Jesus said to his disciples, he is with you. But now when I'm gone, he will be where? He will be within you. So that every one of us will ask, have access to the Spirit of God and the power of God. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Now, for a, a few minutes now, because I can see that red light there. I want to talk briefly about the foundation of our authority. The foundation of our authority. Because you see, it is necessary for everyone to understand the foundation of this authority. Now, the first thing we need to know is what we call 
creational hierarchy. You see, because, um, because um, if, um, if you are the, um, I think they said one, one commissioner did it, police commissioner did it in Nigeria. Um, he he wore mufti and drove an unmarked car, and one policeman arrested him. He allowed himself to be uh, arrested, and then they were bullying him. They were even threatening to beat him up. You just relax. So when they now took him to the station, the guard there said, "Good morning, sir." The people just uh, vanished. Yes, yes. You see. That's what being empowered. You see, he didn't throw his weight. He, just, he said he just wanted to know what these people do to other people. Yes. What they do to other people. You know. And so, in creational hierarchy, you see, it is God and then man before angels. Let us make man in what? in our image, okay? And Psalm 8, 3 to 6 is also very relevant in the understanding of creational hierarchy. I like the TV version of it. When I look at the sky, which you have made, at the moon and the stars, which you set in their places, what are human beings that you think of them? Mere mortals that you care for them. Yet you made them inferior only to yourself. Isn't that awesome? And many people don't know that. He said, in, in creational hierarchy, he said, you made man inferior only to yourself. Okay? And then, you crown them with glory and honor. You appointed them rulers over Everything you made, you place them over all creation, including angels and devils. That's why Hebrews says angels are ministering spirits, sent to minister to the heirs of salvation. So, you see, if you understand creational hierarchy, you immediately know that for a being of lower order in creation, to attack a being of higher order. What has happened? That being of higher order has done what? Has come down. Oh, yes. Because nobody goes up. Ah, I can't go up. Creation is ended. You can't go up. And so, because you know that, those are one of the things we call the strategies of war. Because you know that, when that temptation is coming, you know what they're trying to do. You know what they're trying to do. They're trying to make you what? Come, yes, they're trying to make you come down. You know? And so long as you stay where you are, you know, in obedience to God, loving the Lord, serving him with joy, so long as you stay where you are, they cannot come up. It's not possible. Nobody reverses creation. Only, only human beings that don't uh, uh, know what they're doing. Nobody reverses creation in the spiritual realm. You don't, you don't even dare. And so, you begin to understand the position of your creation. And because of redemption, because of redemption, you assume and enter into the position of your creation so that all these beings are, 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 are subject to you. So they cannot intimidate you. So if you sleep in the night and they come and, and, and show you that they're going to kill you, you get up and say, you don't even dare. If you, if you dare, you go to hell immediately. Oh, yes. Because you have the hierarchy. Hierarchy. You know what hierarchy is? You know, uh, they said during the, the, the inauguration of Buhari, Oshua Mole went and stood with the service chiefs. They came and tapped him on the shoulder and said, <laughs> move away. You don't belong to this uh, hierarchy. Did you, did you see that? Uh, yes, you see. That's what hierarchy is. You don't belong here. Go down. You know. So you see, when you know where you belong, and you know where all the others around you belong, uh -huh, then you see you have confidence. You know, so long as you don't come down, they can't come up. Note that. 
So long as you don't come down, they can't come up. They can't come up. And that's why everybody is careful so that you don't come down. Okay? Very quickly, very quickly, creational hierarchy is followed by redemption. Okay? And um, everybody needs to understand redemption. The, the greatest uh, explanation of what it means is in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 17. We are ruled by the love of Christ now that we recognize that one man died for everyone, which means that they all share in his death. He died for all so that those who should live, who live should no longer live for themselves, but only for him who died and was raised to life for their sake. No longer then do we judge anyone by human standards. Even if at one time we judged Christ according to human standards, we no longer do so. Verse 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? Absolutely. I stand on that scripture. Some people say, well, you're a new creature, but uh, devils can still be attacking you. I say, maybe that's what you believe. And so according to your faith, eh, be it unto you. Ah, devil come to attack me. Say, ah, the person you are looking for is already eh, dead long ago. This person is a new creation. Don't come here. <laughs> that is it. Say, I'm a new creation. That's why we sing this. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I am born again. No more than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. That's what Jesus said in John chapter 8. You shall know the truth. And what will you do? Immediately you're free. There was a lady that was sick. Okay, <clears throat> they checked right, left, and center, couldn't find. And then I went to see her, and then she told me some story about somebody who was uh, doing some kind of witchcraft uh, for her husband. So I went home, and I prayed about the matter. And the Spirit of God said, this thing that is troubling this lady is coming from that place. So I went and I told her. She said, really? Is that from here? Then leave it. There's no more problem. Oh, yes. And that was how the whole thing disappeared. So if that is the matter, there is no matter again. Because I have enough spiritual uh, authority to deal with this myself. And that was the end of the matter. That's how you pull yourself, pull yourself up to your full height and say, not here. You can take it somewhere else, but not here. Somebody is in charge here, not here. That's what God expects from you and I. And that's why I want to encourage you. Don't let anybody uh, uh, um, cause you to believe that it's for some giants. No. No. It's for every Christian. Do what we have said tonight internalize the authority in Christ. Receive the word with your understanding. Consolidate the word in your spirit through tongues. Do it until it resonates inside. Uh -uh. It begins to work for you. That's what Peter said of a truth. I perceive that what? God is no respecter of persons. Yes, anybody that does that sincerely, does that with a motive that the kingdom of God must prosper in their hands, ah, God will come to you. Jesus said the Father is seeking such as to worship him. And remember to always be in the spirit. You see, don't pray those prayers where you are in London praying, but you are in Manchester seeing your sister, you know, because of the daughter's wedding next week. So you know that those ones don't work. Okay? So John said in Revelation chapter 1 verse 10, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the moment I was in the spirit, revelations began to what? To come. 
So if your mind is wandering up and down, then pray, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Put on some worship songs, whatever you need to do. Can somebody say amen to that? All right, stand and let us pray. And say, Lord, I enter into the fullness of my redemption. From today, I will begin to exercise the authority of my sonship. I am a child of God in Christ Jesus. I am a new creation. I am empowered by the Spirit of God. Oh, Lord, my God. I want to stand strong in your strength and power. Fill me, fill me with your strength and power. Give me boldness in my spirit and in my soul. I want to stand strong. Oh God, quicken the words that I speak. Quicken the words that I speak. That they may become spirit and life. Spirit and life. From today, my words will be spirit and life. By the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. My words will be spirit and life. Like the words of my Savior. My words will be spirit and life. Rakito no shetelila to cause the enemies of God to be dismantled, to be dislocated, to be dislodged. Shakito na seila kabamahir, bakitan talila somona sheila. I am full of power by the Spirit of God. Rakite sheteneli orima na sheketelula. Rakito na sheila. I am full of power by the Spirit of God. Rakito na sheila kabamahir, namin and I cast out every spirit of fear, every spirit of fear, every spirit of timidity. Shekete totula, asikete totula, ramina seila kabamahir, shentolila kabamahir, rakatenila shoila kabamahir. Receive the power of God in your spirit man. Receive the power of God in your spirit man. Let the Holy Spirit connect with your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Let this be some practice that you will continue at home. Can you say amen? Amen. But now we will um, exercise the authority we've received now, right now, and dislodge every principality, every power, every ruler of the darkness of this world, every spiritual wickedness in high places, militating against a united kingdom in the hand of the Lord. Dislodge them now. Begin to dislodge them. Every principality, every power, every ruler of darkness of this age, every spiritual wickedness in high places, fighting against the kingdom of God in this place, I dislodge them, I dislodge them, I dislodge them. Move over this land. Move over this land. In the name of Jesus. Shekito na seila kabarienda. Bakabana seila kaprienda la babamasuria. Namana setelila kiporohiria. Ashantalila kabarie. Kabarie. Ora kabamaheila sheila kabamahiri. Shotonisita lakito. Babino Sotoli Arakipo Nasaila Kabama Shaila Ora Kabama in the Shaila In Jesus' name we pray. Now say with me, Father, 
In the name of Jesus, we call forth a new united kingdom under our God. A new united kingdom under our God. Come forth. Come forth now. Come forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, we receive this new united kingdom. And we give you the glory for it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. And all God's people said...